there must be more than this. I was just thinking in my mind, this is crazy. Why we would go through so much pain, right? In mm -hmm. our lives, just to what? Go to school, get married, have a couple kids, getting drunk every weekend. That's what I was like seeing, you know, growing up in Czech Republic mm -hmm. and living for the weekends once a year, maybe for vacation, if you're lucky and that's it. And then you die. I was thinking that who did this would be insane. Whether you call it the universe, God, source, whatever. I'm like, this is, this just doesn't feel right. Right. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm really happy that I was following that unlogical part. Right. I did all the right things. Like I, you know, I did the school and I did the marriage and I was taking care of myself and everything. And on the outside, everything looked great. <music> They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome everyone to our show today. I have a very special guest for you and I know you guys are absolutely going to love her and and be able to really relate because I think there's a lot of people that can relate to her story and she's going to just share with us a little bit about that kind of what she went through and of course how she was able to come out on top. So my guest today is Patia and it's Kolibova. Uh, I got Okay, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I had it. I was doing so good. And then I totally lost it. That's what happens. All right. When you go live, that's just how it works. So uh, Patia, um, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you um, being here. But I do want to share with our guests a little bit about you. So Patia is, she's a woman's transformation coach who helps women who have been pushed down and been played and been playing it small due to toxic relationships and unhealed childhood traumas to create a life that is, a, is true to them and their soul's purpose. Her mission is to help women who are on the path of healing from past wounds, moving them through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so that they can finally do what they want to do. What feels good to them, serving other women is a powerful way online. Patia pairs feminine flow with strategic planning to give entrepreneurs immense clarity and, ex and exact steps to transitioning from side hustle to CEO. If she is not interviewing on her podcast, unapologetically abundant, working out or reading, you will find her in nature, disconnecting from the world and connecting to herself. So Padilla, thank you so much for being on the show today. And wow, um, you really do a lot of things. First of all, you are like me. I also have a lot of things going on, which is really cool. But 
Will you share with us a little bit about your backstory? Because obviously you work with women that have had bad relationships. So I'm guessing you have some, some things that you want to share with us about that. Yeah, absolutely. And I love your guests, you know, and it's it's usually not an assumption, right? Then um, I truly believe that what we are teaching, it's something that we got to learn ourselves on our journey. And it's so easy to look at people who are a little bit further away, maybe on their journey and look at them and just see the, the highlights and, you know, all the sparkle and how mm-hmm. everything is good. Now it's so easy for a woman to look at me now, seeing me traveling the world, hosting the retreats for other women internationally or here in Las Vegas, having my podcast, TV show, getting married this year to the love of my life and say, yeah, good for you, Petya. Whatever (laughs) I'm doing, right? It's so easy to look. And thank you so much um, for the congratulation. It's when I look at my life right now, I know I'm living what I once dreamed of. I I live what I prayed for, but there were times that prayers were all that I had and hopes were all that I had, even though I was losing it. Mm -hmm. I was losing the hope because the way I was brought up was in, you know, um, physically and mentally abusive household, which led me to think that I'm unlovable, unworthy. That's why I step into toxic relationships because I was truly searching for that happiness outside of me and outsourcing my worthiness and happiness and looking up at other people. And I didn't even know how a healthy relationship would look like or feel like. So I was just recreating what I knew, which also led into eating disorder, attempt of suicide. So when I say I went through the darkness, I I really went and I was there for years. And there were times that I didn't even thought it's possible to live any other way. Mm. Yet deep, deep inside, I had this feeling there must be more. There must be more than this. I was just thinking in my mind, this is crazy. Why we would go through so much pain, right? Mm -hmm. In our lives, just to what? Go to school, get married, have a couple kids, getting drunk every weekend. That's what I was like seeing, you know, growing up in Czech Republic Mm -hmm. and living for the weekends once a year, maybe for vacation, if you're lucky and that's it. And then you die. I was thinking that who did this would be insane. Whether you call it the universe, God source, whatever. I'm like, this is, this just doesn't feel right. Right. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'm really happy that I was following that unlogical part right I did all the right things like I you know I did the school and I did the marriage and I was taking care of myself and everything and on the outside everything looked great and on the inside I was empty and I was dying and so that's why I love sharing my story because it's really important to share not only the highlights but what we went through and what helped us to overcome this gap because I don't know about you but when I started my journey I started to like brainwash myself I was listening to podcasts and read the books and listening to like Les Brown, Tony Robbins, Louise Hay, Joe Dispenza all these people who seem to have it like all together but I was looking at them and looking at me and there was a huge gap. How did you get there? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when they told me like, Oh, everything you need, it's within you. I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) What is within me? I feel empty. I'm exhausted. I don't want to live. What is that you are talking about? 
So those times really served me into building, right, the steps and tools to overcome this gap. And now that's what I'm teaching. I don't want women to take them two, three decades as it took me to be where I am today. I want them to have this fast track and feeling guided and supported and love and really allowing themselves to be unapologetically themselves because uh-huh. that part of my journey really helped me to build this rich and abundant life that it's fulfilling at the same time. Right. Wow. So how did you then find that within? Because what what were some of the things you were doing to mm-hmm. actually like get there because I know you you don't just evolve there it it doesn't happen like that it it's kind of a gradual you know you work your way there so what were you doing what were some of the things that you were doing yeah (laughs) (laughs) I love it because again it's about okay but how right Petya tell Mm -hmm. me the how what can I do right now and so the first step was really the awareness for me really realizing that where I am it's not final it's not the final destination because Mm -hmm. it didn't feel right I I couldn't explain it but I knew this cannot be right so I'm like okay if this is not right what would feel right to me and that's when I started searching right online asking Uncle Google how to be happy how to overcome eating disorder how to how to overcome suicidal thoughts Um, I found affirmations Louise Hay I started um, like a rituals, but they were not daily. Come on. Like I was like really just wanting to get up and get over with the day though. That's where I really was. So for me, it was back then about distracting my mind. So I don't feel negative all the time. I start moving. I start going to nature. I started, like I said, listening to audiobooks, reading the books, to get a different ideas and different perspective to seeing what is possible out there. Um, then I hired my first life coach who was a podcaster and that oh. really helped me because it's beautiful when we can start with the help and doing the rituals that other people are doing and doing meditations and journaling, all these beautiful things. These tools are amazing, but having somebody who is holding your hand and has the approach like heart to heart versus just like, you know, me by myself trying to figure it all out. I think that's what did the biggest difference for me to ask for help, putting my ego on the side and thinking that when we ask for help, we are weak or not independent Uh or strong enough, right? So was this person, you said it was a coach, not like a counselor, but an actual coach. Yes, I I used to go to, I went to psychology, psychiatrist back in Europe when I moved from Europe here and I started to go to college and, you know, then got my bachelor's and MBA. I was seeing a psychologist here because it was a huge cultural shock for me coming from Europe, coming here. I didn't understand the culture. I didn't understand the things that people were doing here. I was like, this is so different than what we are doing in Europe, you know? So I was thinking something is wrong with me that I don't belong. So I was seeing a psychologist and it was great to share, but, you know, my doctor didn't tell me like, oh, why don't you do this? Why don't you try that? It was more of just like a passive listening, mm-hmm. which it's it's important for some people. Therapy works because they can just vent it and, and share it. Mm-hmm. For me, I wanted somebody to guide me, to hold my hand and tell me, okay, you can go here, you can do this. And that wasn't 
think back then. Uh -huh. So for a few years, I was working on the personal development myself. And then I hired mentor. And since then, I had different coaches and mentors. Right now, I'm working with three mentors and um, one holistic me. <laughs> That's exactly where I'm at too. Uh, but you know what? You just get something different from each one. And so I, I don't think that's a bad thing, oh, but I'm no. always learning to grow and evolve. And I'm a coach, but I have a coach too. I have more than one. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's good. That's a good thing. So, so you were just experiencing this with, you started with one coach, you evolved and started seeing progression. And it sounds like the biggest thing for you is just getting outside and getting movement and actually doing something. Um, tell me, I know um, sometimes it, for the people that I know that have like that depression and things, do you find uh, things that actually try to distract your mind because I find that the ones I know do things like mindless games and just things like that, that they, because it kind of helps them not think about stuff. Is that right? Yeah. So, so um, what would you tell somebody like that? Because, um, you know, like I said, I know a few people that do that and is there like, ways that you I mean would you just tell them to get outside or what it exactly I, I'm just curious what you would say because you've been there you know what it's like so I love this question really because like you said sometimes when we want to distract ourselves from the life that we really don't love living we mm -hmm. numb ourselves and I've been there I I played mindless games and went to fall shopping and binge eating and just like distracting yourself from not feeling and not being present but mm -hmm. I think that you get to just learn to sit and be with yourself because one of the things that was hardest for me back then was being with myself mm -hmm. in a silence not getting distracted by tv and movies and mm -hmm. there is nothing wrong with those things the shopping the playing games mm -hmm. it's not about what we do but why we're doing it think about it right. it's not about having a glass of wine it's not about going and buy yourself some nice clothes it's not about having a piece of pie it's why you're doing that are you doing it because you're feeling empty because you are trying to forget about your life mm -hmm. or is it enriching your life so don't worry about what you're doing you know it's really about why you're doing that and when you're getting really honest with yourself when you get really honest with yourself, then you will start to see patterns, why you're doing things you are doing and what is really the essence of your desires. For example, I used to love wine. I'm coming from wine region. I would have glass of wine every other day, you know, in the evening. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, it's a long day. I deserve it. I worked really hard. Let me have this, right? Mm -hmm. Let me have the glass or two of wine. But then I start to notice it's not about having the glass of wine. It's like, oh, I deserve it. Oh, I, I work hard, you know? So it's like this reward. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be rewarding myself with things that alcohol, it's not good for us. It's mm -hmm. toxic, right? Like, let's be honest. I haven't drank since in July, it's going to be two years when I decided like, this is not how I want to be doing things. My fiance haven't drank for two and a half years. And so it's, like I said, it's not about what do you do by what you're doing it. If I really, 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 really desire to have a glass of wine, I would go and do it, right? It's mm -hmm. not about depriving myself. 
but I don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. And it goes with mm-hmm. everything. So checking in with yourself, why you're doing the things you're doing and um, really getting clear on your desires. For example, if what I'm searching for, the essence of my desire and why I was drinking was I want to relax. I want to unwind. I want to just be like here and now. What are some other ways that I can do it? Can I go and cuddle my fiance? Can I go and play with my dog? Can I go to nature? Can I go and take a shower? I love taking showers. Like I love being anywhere around water. My fiance calls me marmolfin, mermaid and dolphin in one. Because I'm always in the water and... He can even like tell if my energy is slow. It's like, hey, honey, when have you been last time in nature? Or do you want to take a shower? You know, he's like, <laughs> he's going to say like, hey, what's wrong with you? He's like, hey, like offering solution, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. get really clear on what is the the root of your desire what is the essence of what do you really want and how can you give it to yourself in a way that it's nurturing in a way that it's enriching versus like oh let me spend three hours playing games like there are days that I like it's like three in the afternoon and I'm like I'm done I'm done I'm done I want to relax I want to do nothing I'm craving to see romantic movies and I go and I just watch two movies and I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. But it's not every day and it's not because right. I'm numbing, but because, hey, this is what I'm desiring. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I really love that. Thank you for sharing that because that really was some great advice for those that are struggling with that. And like I said, there was a few that I have and you know, I, I've had some depression early on in my younger age, but not to the extreme of some that I've seen. And it's just really like, it's hard to relate when you can't, like you've not been there. And so, um, I just love these ideas. So thank you again for sharing those. Those are wonderful ideas. Um, So take us through your journey now. So you were in a bad relationship. Things weren't going well. I'm guessing that is over because now you have a new relationship. And uh, so kind of, can you take us through your journey through that? Absolutely. And like I mentioned at the beginning, when I was sharing my story, I was going into the relationship with looking for the other person to fulfill me to like fill my cup to make me validated and so I have this place of feeling safe and feeling loved and anytime that I would do this in my past I would be depending on that person if they were in good mood I would have a good mood if they had a bad mood I would be in a bad mood and trying to please them and what can I do for you right And it was not coming from place of love. Mind you, I am very nurturing and I always will be. It's a part of me. It's part of who I am. But now when I'm doing it, it's from place of love and place of fulfillment. I take care of my needs first and then I go and I can support you. I cannot do it the other way around. Mm. In the past, when I step into any kind of relationship, whether it was romantic relationship, whether it was friendship, whether it was business relationships, I would be in a state of fear. What if they don't like me? What if they judge me? What if they leave me? So I would lose myself in that relationship and I would forget who I really am and what I stand for. Mm -hmm. When you lose the sense of who you really are, people get confused. 
because they don't know either who you are. You walk into the relationship, you're independent, you're strong, you're taking care of yourself. They're attracted to that energy. And then you start taking care of them. You stop taking care of you. You start being resentful. You don't have to say anything. Your energy is louder than any words. We can all tell when somebody walks into the room who is frustrated or in a bad mood. They don't have to say anything. We can see yeah. it, feel it, you right? Feel it. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So there was this sense of frustration and thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm doing so much for everybody. Why is nobody doing that for me? Why did, why it's not reciprocal? Why they are not giving it back to me? So there was this unmet expectation. Again, frustration, resentment. And it was all because of fear. Mm. So we get to really check in with ourselves. Is this a heck yes for me? Am I doing it from place of love or fear? Give yourself a moment to answer. You know, for some of us, it can be faster. I know my intuition. I know my body. Now I know when something is a heck yes. And I go for it and it pays off before my mind steps in and tell me this is a crazy idea. I don't do that. Um, that's how I built my business. Trusting really my intuition and it does pay off. And then you can bring in the logical mind, right? Mm -hmm. But for some people, they need a space. They need a day or two to think about things. Give them the space and give yourself the space. But you always have to be, get to be respecting yourself and where you are on your journey and respecting others. Not try to prove yourself, not try to validate yourself, not try to bring other people, forcing them on the journey with you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we start our journey, we start to feel better and we start to like pull people in like, oh, you gotta come. This is amazing. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. And not everybody, it's on the same level or ready to go with you. So being honest with yourself on this journey, it's so important. Mm, honest with yourself. That's, that is perfect. And, and something that I think a lot of people don't do. There are so many that, you know, they'll follow, like you said, if somebody else is in a bad mood, all of a sudden you're in a bad mood, or if you're in a good mood, you know, it, it's not about who you are. It's about what the other per you know always worried about the other person and and uh, so you also teach in relationships so I'm guessing that that part of it is kind of part of what you teach because just being who you are finding yourself and and really what you like when I first got divorced I remember being in this space and thinking gosh what the heck do I like? I don't even know what I like because I've been catering to someone else for so long. So it really is just, you know, exploring yourself. And that's what I did. Yeah, that's so, beautiful. And I'm, you know, happily divorced now, like we mentioned, because I'm getting married this June to the love of my life. And it all started really with me. Because when we met with Chris, it wasn't about me trying to find a better half, not trying to find like, you know, partner that will fulfill my life. I, at that stage of my life, I was fulfilled. I was happy. I loved who I was being. I was on my journey of evolving, but I got really radically uh, honest with myself. I took responsibility for where I was. And I also realized what are my core values. And I saw that the past relationship that I had wasn't aligned with that, that my first business social media marketing agency wasn't aligned with that. It, it was a very vital part of it, of my beliefs, but it wasn't it. It wasn't it. Mm -hmm. So um, like you said, we really get to know who we are and what we like. And it's so fascinating because 
I ask my clients like, so what do you truly desire? What do you truly want? And they don't know because it's so much easier to know what you don't want. And it's a great place to start. If yeah, that's what I was just going to say. That's exactly what I did. I thought, well, I know what I don't want. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to switch that around. <laughs> yeah. The contrast always serves us. You know, the mm-hmm. contrast is here to show us what do we truly desire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you see something you're like, oh my gosh, I love this. But very often it's easier to see, okay, if I don't like this, what is that I do like versus creating something out of nothing because we never experienced it when I was creating first in my heart the relationship that I desired next I didn't know what does it feel like to have a loyal man men cheated on me in the past you know so I started creating on okay I had a man who cheated on me that didn't feel good I had a man who didn't want to be committed in relationship who didn't want to have a kids who didn't want to get married and all these things so I'm like okay if this doesn't resonate with me, if this is not what I want, what is that I want? And what is non-negotiable for me? Really getting on non-negotiables. For example, in my past relationship um, that I had before, um, I knew I wanted to get married and have kids. He wanted to get married, but uh, he wanted to have kids, but he would not never ever get married again because he was divorced. And you know, it caused him a lot of energy and a lot of money. And he was like, I won't do this mistake ever again. And I'm like, oh, He will change when he will see how amazing and incredible woman I am. So I was catering him, you know, for almost five years, then to find out that three years he was cheating on me. So it's just the journey, right? And there is, I, I wouldn't change anything about my past because it helped me to be who I am today. And like you said, now I'm relatable and now I understand. I know what does it feel like to be in a relationship that hurts, to go through childhood trauma, to go through depression, through anxiety, to feel unworthy, to not be self-expressed, to not trust yourself, right? So mm-hmm. I know all these things. And because I know I'm so loving and compassionate and patient with my clients, my clients, I'm so selective with who I work with because you know, our time and energy is the most precious things we have. Mm-hmm. It will never come back. The energy, yes, that's renewable source, but the time it's not. And I would rather spend time with my dog than with someone who is not the case for me to coach. <laughs> Let's be honest, you know, it's not fair to them. It's not fair to me. Right. First, I got to get really honest with myself and trust that the feeling is going to guide me I didn't know what this relationship would look like but I knew what it would feel like Mm. you get to start with feeling even when you don't know what it would look like because you never experienced it before but if you can think about it that means that it can exist and it's possible for you it's possible it can exist yes and I also found the love of my life as well so you know things happen things change and you know the biggest thing I don't know if this is what you teach but I also felt like if I'm going to attract this kind of person I have to be that person that I want to attract so you know it, it really not that I was bad before but I really wanted to just hone in on all of those things that were super important to me. And, and that's exactly what happened. And so I attracted that person that had those values and those things that I had. So I'm sure that um, that's probably part of what your program is, you know, kind of teaching you how to do that. So tell us a little bit about what you do. 
uh, besides podcasting, <laughs> besides podcasting, yes. Um, what I do, it's I love doing in-person things. You know, I know that right now it's a little bit more challenging than it used to in the past, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just came from Mexico. We hosted one week retreat in Mexico in Tulum, True Love in Tulum with my fiance. I host Women's Weekends here in Las Vegas when we go really deep on healing um, the past and creating the future of their desires. And if I'm not in person, I am working online, you know, globally, I have clients in Asia, Europe, here in the United States. Um, and I really teach women in my program how to be unapologetically themselves, because when they are, they get really clear on what are the next steps in their life. Do they want to attract the love of their life? Do they want to build an online business? Do they want to change their relationship and mindset with money? Do they want to change their relationship with themselves and their bodies? It truly comes down to you and your desires, getting really clear and again, unapologetic. That's all I stand for because when I became unapologetically me, that's when I was able to attract the people, things, the opportunities that are meant for me versus doing the things that I think I should or that I think I could. You know, very often we get stuck in the, oh, I could do this, right? I'm good in social media. I'm good in relationship. Let me make a business about it. And I did, and it was exhausting. (laughs) I built a successful (laughs) business, but it was exhausting because it was just a little part of what I stand for, but not in, in its totality. Mm-hmm. So you got to watch these breadcrumbs and follow them, but don't let the things that you could be doing be it, right? I could mm-hmm. be doing many things, but I'm not going to do them if they don't light me up because there are other people who are lit up by doing them. Mm. And so I want to cater to their dreams. There are people who love organizing homes and doing interior design. There are people who love cleaning. There are people who love organizing the social media and doing graphics and doing websites. I could do that, but it's going to take away my energy, not light me up. So let me stay in my lane. Let me stay in what lights me up and delegate all the rest because that's how we all live in this. Like you said, I became that person, then I attracted that person. Mm-hmm. You become magnet because you are so lit up. I love this analogy of lighthouse. And some of my clients call me either angel or their lighthouse because when you are lit up and standing in your truth mm-hmm. strongly, then the people who are meant to come to your life, they will see you and come. And those who are not ready leave them there on the ocean, leave them there to be, you know, like going through their things, but you get to stand up and light up for those who are ready to come with you. Yeah. I call it your inner vortex is what I call it. And so, uh, you know, when you're in your vortex, it's like everything you're desiring comes to you and, you know, it's so easily and effortlessly. It's not like you're trying hard to do it. And, and I try to teach my clients that same thing. So I really love that you shared that as well. And I love the analogy of the lighthouse. Now that's something I hadn't heard. So thank you for sharing that. Um, you, you were talking about achieving desires, your own desires. So Can you share with me, how do you help somebody that wants to achieve their desires? 
that doesn't even, oh, well, first of all, we talked about how they can find out what their desires are, but um, to, to, to achieve their deep desires that mm. they're wanting. Mm. I mean, I think you kind of talked a little bit about it, but I kind of want you to just elaborate on that just a little bit, if you will. Absolutely. Just go deeper, right? I love yeah. doing that. I love doing that. And you know, the first step, it's truly realizing what are your core values? What are your core desires? What do you really stand for? What do you want more of in your life? And also giving your permission to receive it. It's so important. You get to give yourself permission to receive it because sometimes we're like, well, I would love abundance, but I don't want it to come through this way or this way or this way. I don't want it to through my parents, through my partner. I want to work for it. Like we are blocking ourselves and we are being conditional on what it should look like. Mm. When I teach my clients on the desires, first, it all starts with healing their past. Without that, you cannot create anything new, really, because you would just recreate what was because that's known and that's where your energy lies and that's where your power lies, right? Mm -hmm. So every time I'm working with women, we started in their past, healing their past, really realizing their fears and why they don't already have what they desire you gotta be honest with yourself why I don't have it would I like how did I block it why what was I struggling with in my journey so really seeing those patterns what it keeps repeating over and over again and how can I change it how can I overcome my limiting beliefs I work on limiting beliefs childhood healing you know like it doesn't have to be like huge traumas some people go through huge traumas and some of as like don't and it's not about something huge happened in my life and you have to heal it but you get to look into the past and the stories that you have created in the past and are you still reliving them yes so That's then cool. when you move from the past you get into the present in the present moment you get really clear on who am I what do I stand for what would I love my life to look and feel like? And then from that place of knowingness, you start creating and how you achieve your desires is through the consistency and your rituals and bringing in the joy and bringing in the feelings that you would be feeling once you're having it. So for example, when I was attracting the love of my life, I was journaling every day and I would be writing I'm so happy and thankful now that and just fill in the blank with your desire I'm so happy and thankful now that I'm in loving loyal relationship with a man who is family oriented who is healthy who loves working out who loves being in nature who loves dogs like I put such a ridiculous things that I was like I did too <laughs> oh he loves shopping it was shopping right so all oh, these no. things and then I start so doubting you know, I'm like, is this even possible? Is it mm -hmm. possible to have all of this in one man? So there will be doubts and like fears creeping up, but through the consistency and through feeling good, because when I was journaling like this, I felt more peace. I felt like it was fun, right? And then I started to treat myself like I am already in that relationship. I wear nice underwear. I would put the essential oils. I would take the bath with flowers. I would take myself for dinner and make myself beautiful dinner and plate it nice and put the candles and put the music and like really enjoy like I'm already in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, everything I was doing by myself, now I'm doing with my partner and it's so much more fun, right? <laughs> But of course, desiring, focus on the feeling, not the thing itself, because 
the thing itself can be something that you know, but it might not be the thing because I always say I want this or something better. Mm-hmm. This or something better and then stay open to what comes to you and follow Whatever it is mm-hmm. yeah, for you to receive. I really love that. Open for this or something better. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Because yeah, maybe there is something better. And I love the the talk that you were saying too about money. And you know, we want to sometimes just work for our money but we don't realize that money comes from all different aspects. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes people think if, if you're not working hard for it, you, you don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes money comes in easy ways, things that maybe you've done, but it's just an easy trinkle in and, and it almost feels like, you know, if you don't feel worthy, then it's really hard to receive that. So, so that was really beautiful as well. I love that you shared that. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Well, can I ask you one question? What is the one thing that made the biggest shift for you during that relationship? Like, what did you do? What was that one thing? Maybe you've shared it already. Just share with us what, (laughs) what you did. Mm, I truly believe that the one thing that really helped me to change my life really to where I am today was getting clear on my core values. And you know, a few years ago, I would just sit down and I would take a piece of paper and I would write on one side the things I don't like and then the things I do like. And I would write 20 and 20 on each side. Like I don't stand for hate and I stand for love. I don't stand for being cheap. I stand for generosity. I don't stand for cheating. I stand for loyalty. I would just go back and forth. So 20 on each side. Then I would take a highlighter and I would choose three things that were non-negotiable for me that I don't want to live without. And for me back then it was, and still is, loyalty, generosity, and growth. I love growing. I love learning. I just love it. I'm learning about million things at the same time, but I love it. I'm studying hypnosis and I'm studying human design and I'm studying astrology and, you know, like all these things and natural healing and Reiki and energy. It's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. feels expansive to me and it's who I am. So when I did these and I realized my core values, I put it everywhere. I put it in my wallet. I put it in my bathroom, in my office so I can see that. And then I checked in with myself. Does this align with my core values? Does this align with who I really am? And if not, I let it go. I don't bring it into my life. All of my clients align with my core values. If they don't, they're not my clients. I'll send them somewhere else. And it's not because people with different values are bad people, Mm -hmm. but we would be wasting each other's times because we stand for different things. So this truly helped me to release my past relationship, release my business, attract my soulmate clients. I used to work so hard. I would have like three jobs, four side hustles. It was crazy. And I was going full time to school, you know, and getting my master's and because I was thinking I need to work hard to deserve the money. Now I work three days a week. I built six figure, you know, online coaching business in nine months and I'm working less than ever. And I was just telling my mentor for human design, I wonder how can I work even less? you know and I love it so you really gotta get clear on your core values what you stand for and -hmm. from there it's going to be easy and effortless you will still be putting in the work but it's going to feel aligned with who you really are uh beautiful beautiful that's that's 
perfect. And uh, values are just, especially when you're looking for a partner, if they don't have those core values, it's, it's just, those are so important to us. And if we don't, you know, have somebody that stands with us in those values, then it's just, it's just not going to mesh real, real well. At least I feel that way. But um, Petra, thank you so much again for being with us today and sharing your message. So if somebody was wanting to get a hold of you, find out more about you, how could they do that? The easiest way I would say it's my website because everything it's there, you know, Petya Kolibova or my Instagram, because I am daily on my Instagram and in my stories doing the trainings. That's my favorite place to be. Okay. Or if we, we it, can put those in the show notes so people will know. Okay. Yeah. Those are the best two places. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you again for being here today. It was such a joy. And I feel like I learned so much myself. So that was wonderful. Um, and if you ever want to come back, please come back and join us again. We'd love it. Thank you so much for having me today. I really loved it. And thank you for the work you're doing. It's really needed in the world and it's so valuable. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. I think a, a lot of people need a little hope and, and really that's what the show's about, giving you some hope to be able to get through what you're going through. So thank you again. And we will talk to you later. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now, and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow.